Let's go. Thank Drex. you. Yo, Drex! Jones? Get your time release butt off this boat. Thrax is alive. Come on, let's go. I'm sorry, Osmosis. I can't help you. Excuse me? I wasn't designed to combat a virus. Read my label. You gotta learn to think outside the pillbox, man. Come on, keep it moving. I've known sugar pills who've cured cancer. Just because they believe they could. Oh, I don't know, Ozzy. Look at me. I'm sherry-flavored. Hey, pal, are you on or off? Fine. Flush your life down the toilet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of Popcorn Hangover. I'm Anna. And I'm John. And this week, we will be doing a movie that we've talked about before that comes up in random conversation for only two people in this world, that is us. And um, it's a fever dream of a movie from our childhood, and that is Osmosis Jones. <laughs> yeah, uh, some might say the worst Bill Murray animated live action movie between this and Space Jam. Some might say the best, though. Who knows? Because people don't like Space Jam. There are those people out there. Um, but yeah, before we get into that, um, there's not really anything super interesting that's happening in like our lives. Like we haven't watched anything new. Oh no, we did last week. We watched um, Mitchell versus the Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. We're not going to talk about it full in depth on the episode, but it was really good. Yeah, really great animated movie. Really awesome concepts and animation and story. So if you have Netflix, it's super easy, fun watch. So you should go watch it. Yeah, I would say that like if it wasn't so pop culture heavy, it could probably win best animated picture this year. From what some people have said, but who knows? That's a really long way off, so I don't know. Yeah, we got a whole year to see what else comes out. Um, Other stuff that happened this week, I guess they dropped a new trailer for The Eternals. They dropped some more Loki trailers. They drop a Loki trailer like every other day of like an extra 10 seconds of and footage. And I love it. I'm getting so excited. Yeah, it premieres two weeks from tonight, actually. So for the, like the night we're recording it. So that's cool. I'm excited. Um, but let's, I guess, dive right into Osmosis Jones. Um, I'll pull up the synopsis. Uh, it's a very light synopsis. I'm going to assume that everyone has seen it at least N once. No, I've talked to people this week that have never heard of this movie. Never seen Interesting. it. Interesting. Never heard of it. Don't know what we're talking about. Interesting. So you can't assume that everyone's seen this movie. It's a fever dream, John. Not everyone has seen those kinds of things. Sorry, I'm projecting because I used to see this at least once a year in health class in high school. I don't know why it was always the movie that substitute teachers would put on. I'm not really sure what relevance it had to health class. If this happened in your health class, please let me know. I need to know if this was a normal occurrence <laughs> because John seemed to think it was normal. He's like, yeah, didn't you watch it in health class? I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I watched it home <laughs> with my family. By myself sometimes. Well, before I do the synopsis, um, if you are someone who hasn't seen it and you have HBO Max, it's on HBO Max. You can watch it there. It is a brisk hour and 30 minutes. Um, the animation's cool. The live action parts make you scream at your TV because it's weird as hell. Um, and we'll get more into that later. But here's the brief 60 second synopsis. Um, Osmosis Jones is a 2001 animated live-action movie about a man's immune system fighting off a deadly virus called Thrax. It stars Bill Murray as Frank, who is the man who is getting sick. He has extremely poor hygiene and health habits. 
They say it's because his wife died a few years earlier, but I think he was always lazy. Well, they also hint that his wife was just as disgusting as him. So like, whatever. Um, Chris Rock is the um, character Osmosis Jones, who is a white blood cell who is fighting Thrax. Lawrence Fishburne is the disease Thrax, and David High Pierce plays Drix, who is an over-the-counter cold medicine, who somehow takes down this deadly disease. So that's cool. Um, it was this a- disease, like, could be coronavirus. Like, basically, it's, it's it's like his name is Thrax, so it's like the same kind of yeah. deadliness as like anthrax. Is they- what he's basically saying. He wants to take down a human, yeah. with his. With his disease in less than 48 hours, and that's the fastest, and he wants to get in the, in the books about deadly yeah, viruses and I think I think he says that he's a descendant of Ebola at one point. No, no, he just says that Ebola is, like, bull- is shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, Um, finishing this up, it was a massive box office flop. It grossed $14 million on a $70 million budget. It had... A 55 critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 41 audience score. A lot of critics praised the animated portions, but said the live action stuff was just disgusting and like it just wasn't for they anyone. Just, they relied too much on like gross out humor, and I get it, it's a kids film. And like back then, I think the early 2000s, it was like everything that wasn't like Disney yes. was like gross out humor, no matter what, like Shrek, all that. I mean, there's there's always a little bit of it, but they went way over the top. So. Um, to put in context how big of a flop this was, and this is my last part before we dive into the actual review, um, this movie, there were three movies, the last three produced by Warner Brothers Studios feature animation that were such big flops that it caused them to never produce them anymore for theaters. Um, it was the movie right before this, which was The Iron Giant, which was a bomb Iron Giant bomb. Yeah, Iron Giant didn't become popular until it became like VHS that, DVD. I okay. I just have to say, I have to put it on record that I believe that the Iron Giant is one of the best. I think it's one of animated, the five best animated movies yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Story animation, yeah. amazing. How could that have not done well in theaters? <sighs> okay, I'm angry. So Iron Giant flopped. This mega flopped, and then the last movie Warner Brothers featured animation ever made was Looney Tunes Back in Action, which also flopped. And then it caused them to say, you know what, we're just done. So Warner Brothers has not made animation. They, they have not made a feature-length animated film under this studio. Got it. I mean, like, Looney Tunes Back in Action, what were they thinking? I mean, the Looney, like, Space Jam made a ton of money, which was Looney Tunes characters. I love Looney Tunes Back, that, but there was a Looney Tunes with him, and then there was a, yes. they had made a second one, John. Yeah. So Lutheran's back in action, was it the second one? I think it's the second one, yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, so this movie had a part in taking down one of the most iconic animated studios of all time, which is crazy. Not that crazy once you watch it. Um, I can see how it didn't make that much money. It's very evident. I mean, I never thought in my head from being, you know, there's definitely things you watch as a kid and then you think about it and you're like, oh my gosh. That was so good. And then you yes. watch it back and you're like, okay, ooh. And not in not in my head was I ever thinking Osmosis Jones is like amazing. Um, but I do rem- I don't remember the the live action parts being that disgusting. And I 
it's just so frustrating because I feel like this film would have been so... This film has a lot of good things about it. The animation Mm -hmm. and the storyline of the animation and the lines they have are clever, funny, very, very smart, and it's cute. I think it's really... Like, I love the whole, like, they say, like, I love all of that, but... The live action parts, just like, I don't know who was thinking, like, what they were thinking. And I did read that actually yeah. the directors, there was two different sets of directors for the live action and the animated, and neither one of them had any input or any kind of, like, they didn't even talk to each other mm-hmm. about the other. And that's why it feels like there's such a huge disconnect. Yes. I don't think that they don't you don't connect to me. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like, everyone wanted to make animation and non-animation work together and in my opinion they don't really unless like you it's very specific like in yeah. lego movie and like i think there's movies that do such a good job at it but this i mean is who, just really ever since like who framed roger rabbit came out they've been trying to do it over again and i would argue that's the only real time with like traditional hand-drawn animation that it's worked oh yeah even more than space jam like i know that we have like nostalgia for space jam but i don't know if space jam's like that good of a movie whereas who framed roger Rabbit is like a really good movie and they've just never been able to do that again well but i think because you they give you that context so yeah it's it's so like laid out in front of you rather than here it yeah it doesn't make really sense um, I mean, they do this, they do have kind of, I've watched other ones like Arthur and the Invisibles. Yeah. That one's great. It, it, but I think it connects because the worlds connect, in my opinion. Yeah, there was Whereas one. Whereas these worlds do not connect. And there is, an, and it's the tone. The tone doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Because the, so like, I guess it's the best way to start is this for just context of how gross the live action parts are. The movie opens with Bill Murray, a zookeeper. I can't. Yeah. Dropping an egg in a monkey's cage. But at first he put mayo all over Oh, it. God. I don't want to talk about his eating. I, but just, like, <laughs> he drops an egg. And he's a zookeeper. Like, he should know general he's hygiene. He's a zookeeper. No, he is. That's his no, job. he's a groundskeeper at the zoo, John. Oh, on Wikipedia it said zookeeper. So. No, he literally is a groundskeeper at the zoo. Okay. So he cleans up things. But still, he should know that, like, if you drop an egg on the floor of a monkey's cage, like, the 10-second rule... That it was in the monkey's mouth, John. I know, it was in the monkey's mouth, and it was on the... F- yes. Like, like it's gross. And the movie but opens with him eating it. I like, cannot believe that my parent, my dad sat through that and yeah. was like, yeah, let's keep watching. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, it's it's astonishing. Um, but the nice thing is, like, you do transition. Like, once you get out of that, you're in an animated section for, like, a long time. Yeah. Just the live action, when it comes up, it's, like, two to three minutes of just, like, very unpleasant. Well, and at one point, like, he's dying. I mean, I'm going to just skip the end. No, he does. He he flatlines. Okay. He is dying, and I feel no emotional connection about this. Like, I really don't care. (laughs) I mean, all I want, I I just want to make sure that, like, Osmosis wins and doesn't die, and, like, this virus doesn't kill him. But, like, this man... It it gives, and I think yes, let's show unhealthiness. Like, but we do we need to show it to this extreme, and I don't know, it's just so ridiculous. But and they also like do. There's a lot of left, and I am now. I know I'm a 25 year old watching this, and not the 10 year old I used to be. But I have a lot of questions <laughs> about how the body controls him because they override him a lot Mm -hmm. and i'm confused by that and i'm also confused by like so the mayor and i'm also thinking i'm like was it the mayor that made him start start eating 
unhealthy and things when his when the wife died like could that be it like he started it i don't know i have this in my head because the thing is i don't know does it work like inside out or does it work like they are literally controlling everything yeah, he does but like is the he's ma- not autopilot like the mayor is like hormonal responses instead of like like i because the mayor just looks like a white blood cell like they all look like white blood cells except for which, the germs yeah except for the it yeah um but I mean, so I've I've actually I've always wondered this. I haven't seen this movie in probably two years, which is weird. I've seen it this recently. Two years? It was on like TNT one day or something. But you know, my biggest question is: Is this movie a good representation of our immune system, or like a terrible representation? Because I, when I was scrolling, reading like reviews of this movie, there were like scientists on both sides being like, "This is a great way to educate students." Like loosely on how your body works and there were others saying this is complete garbage like and not true i think it does give and i think the thing is people can't take literally obviously but i do think it gives a good overview of how white blood cells work and how viruses work and um the digestive system and I think just how your immunity and things like that and like like they were saying like they were showing how your white blood cells like they stop Pop, like they stop allergens from getting into yeah. your mouth, into your mouth and your nose, and like they were showing, they were showing like why, like you know why you throw up or like what what your body yeah. does, and so I think to me, I felt like they did a good job. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a health professional, but I feel like they did a good like it's a children's movie and it's a very mm-hmm. overarching view and a funny take on it. Yeah, come on, it's the same thing like when you watch Hercules, and like I mean, I'm excited, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Are we gonna shit on uh, Inside Out because that's not really what your bot your brain is like? But no, it's more so like an no, 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 no. I understand not, it. I'm not. I'm not holding that against the movie or for it. I'm just curious as someone who doesn't me, know that. That is the best part of this film is the fact they they went so far to try and like be at least a little accurate. Yeah. Like there were things that they they were like little tiny tidbits of facts that you're like I didn't know that. Like the when they were talking about Drax and. They were like, oh yeah, they're like ninety percent sugar anyway, or whatever. Oh yeah, with the with the over the counter cold pills, they were like, I mean, they, even he said it at a point. He's like, most of it is just placebo, and you're like, oh, that's weird. I don't. When I take Dayquil, I think that it's gonna work and not be like just garbage. But yeah, it makes sense that you think about it. Like you're very energized after you have that after a while. So like, I don't know. It it it, it does make you think a lot. Um, I want to point out before, like, my biggest gripe in the movie, that there are some really good puns that you just don't catch when you're a kid. Um, the best one, I think, in the entire movie is two of the white blood cells are like, oh, I'm going on vacation this week. And he's like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to see the stones. And he's talking about, like, the kidney stones. Yeah. And it's they good say... Good for you. They'll pass any they, day they'll now. They'll pass any day now. And I'm like, oh, my God. There were also... <laughs> I have to give them props. Like, whoever wrote the script for the anime... I, I don't know if the same person wrote the two scripts. I have I no can't clue. imagine it being the both. Because whoever wrote the script for, like, there were so many, like, very subtle, like, sex jokes. But... Some weren't even that subtle. So well done, though. Like, I mean, I'm not always a big, like, sex joke in kids' movies kind of thing. I mean, in my opinion, I think the best one, like, Shrek does Shrek, the best yeah. as, like, adult humor package for children. Yeah. But, like, Osmosis Jones, I was like... Oh my god, that was so clever how they just slipped that in. Like, what were they talking about? Like, there was the sperm thing that was like our oh, founder. Oh, it's the founder. Yeah, that was when that comes up. It is so quick, so and quick. you're and you just you're like, oh my god, that's hilarious. And then they also talk about like 
the balls or something like that. Or I like, don't remember that one. Or like you want to go like to the something like with me and like I don't even know. There was something weird like that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also another joke and just a general scene. If you take out him throwing up, that is hilarious. Um, when they go to the grade school science fair, and the guy's like, "Well, if my hypotenuse is correct, like it it, it captures hypotenuse. it captures grade school science fair so much because no one knows what they're talking about. Like they make these experiments, like the teacher's like, "Oh, I think he just put that together this morning." Like it's all BS, and we all know it's BS. But it was just so funny to hear that, and it transported me back to when, like, I was doing grade school science fairs, and it's like, oh, I'm so smart, I'm going to trick these adults, and it's like, no, you're not. Like, they all know that you, like, don't Do you have a gripe against uh, science fairs here? No, I just think that it's funny, because it's, like, a very accurate representation of it. Um, This isn't a gripe, but just a random thought, and I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Um, Why on earth so like everything in the body is like hand-drawn animation or like like 2d computer why is drick cgi i think in my opinion i think it's to show that he's not from, from the body the bot. Like he, he's a foreign like even viruses are like in yeah. germs like they're the same kind of like they're made of the same kind of particle yeah. you know what i mean whereas like i think it's supposed to be like he's like a foreign object in i don't know yeah it could be it was really jarring when it first came up on screen and then I got really used to it by the end of the movie, where I, like, forgot it was happening. But when it first came up, I was like, he is not animated in the same way. So that was weird. Um, But that's going to bring me to my big gripe about this movie. Like, bigger than anything else. Bigger than live-action disgusting scenes. Um, Now, before we're, we were, like, asking questions about, like, health and stuff, I am an idiot. But I do know enough to know that this is not... Like, a cold pill would not defeat a virus like this. No, that and that's the thing. It's like, they're obviously to suspend your disbelief that, like, this, a virus <laughs> that has, that kills this fast and that works this fast, there's no way. But. No. I enjoy it. Um, And I like at the end that they, like, kill him forever. It's not, he can't go anywhere else. Like, he's yeah, not going to go infect yeah, other he's, people. he's dead. Well, and that was the other thing. I think they did a good job, like, showing how disease spreads because, like, mm-hmm. he came from, like, you know, um, and they were also sh- talking about how, like, germs and disease, like, they, they need to multiply. And they yeah. were talking about, like, oh, should we wait to, like, multiply or, like, whatever. Um, I would like to th- talk about specifically Thrax. Lawrence Fishburne, right? Yes. Yes, Lawrence Fishburne. I have never heard that man talk, like, the way he does. And I want to know who gave him the directions to talk like this because I- it was amazing. I mean, literally, like, hey, baby. I'm gonna come and <laughs> it's it's just so weird to think about like Lawrence Fishburne, every movie he's in talks exactly the same, except this movie. Okay, like Lily, can I just like find a quote? I need to yes. find a quote. Yes, I, I welcome you finding quotes because he I mean, it's fantastic. I think I think too, while you're looking it up, like all of the voice work in this is really good. Good, great. Um, William Shatner is yeah. the the mayor of the body. Um Chris Rock is awesome. And I know that we talked about, like, both of us kind of associate this movie with Shark Tale in our head, because apparently Will Smith almost did this movie. Okay, yes, yeah, if anyone had to think about an animated movie that's close to this, what do you think of? It's Shark Tale. Shark Tale. And it's weird, because Shark Tale's DreamWorks, like, it's not even the same studio, it's not the same subject matter, but, like, I just associate them forever in my brain. Okay, I don't know if this is a good one. Hmm, sounds like a gas baby, bring it on. Like, he says things like, and then he goes, 
here, this little DNA bead comes from a little girl in Riverside, California. Don't like to wash her hands. Took me three whole weeks. And this one, nice lady in Detroit, Motown, six days flat. And this guy, this old guy in Philly, I killed him seven, two hours. Yeah, I'm getting better as I go along, baby. <laughs> but the problem is, I never set a record. And to my man Frank, that is, I'm going to take him down in 48 hours, get my own chapter in the medical books. <laughs> literally dying at that part I'm like wait Lawrence Fishburne like you he just like went for it I mean he's supposed to be kind of like a mob boss kind of so, like they showed like yeah kinda, like the Italian like a mafia and he's kind of like just like a gangster mafia like I forgot about the sweat gland mafia that was really fun like a very funny gag that they do with like the fat mob boss yeah I completely forgot about that it's- Ooh, this cat was sick before I even got here. Like the this cat, like the the phrases. I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, he. I wish I could remember more because we watched this three days ago, so it's a little bit um, foggy. But yeah, he was definitely he was definitely like a big highlight of this movie, and it's something to like. Because this isn't how he normally talks, we both had to look it up. We were like, who is who that? Who is this? Yeah. Because I was like, I can't place that voice anywhere. I'm just like searching, searching for um, something to like tell me that he wanted to do that. I mean, the thing that he, oh, that it was like his choice, like his like stylistic choice. Yeah, like he wanted the baddest, he goes, the baddest illness you've ever seen. That's what he says. Yeah, I remember that. What what did they call him in Spanish? He was like El, El Rojo... It was remember. like, the, it was like red, the red death. The red death. Which like, yeah, he's like something basically probably just like a different version of anthrax, which is like super deadly. Yeah, super deadly. Um, But I, I find it interesting and granted it's it's a movie, so it doesn't matter. But like that this virus is acutely aware of like medical books. He's like, that's what I'm shooting for. Like, Well, the same thing. Everyone's acutely aware of the medical <laughs> books because they're talking to Drax and they're like, you won't be like. Oh, Drix. Or Drix. Sorry. Oh my God. There's so many. Thrax. Yeah. Dricks, osmosis, like what? Um, the fact that like they're like telling him like you'll never get like your <laughs> your whatever people studying about you or something. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, uh, sorry, random thought. The fact that like Drix was supposed to be like expelled from the body, but made the conscious choice to stay. That's one of the more ridiculous moments of this movie. Well, here's my thing: they can stay. <laughs> These germs and these these cells and these also can white blood cells they can't live outside the body. No, when I mean we're picking holes in a movie that does not design to be picked <laughs> holes in, but yeah, that is a big like. But the fact what that the they're, hell? they're allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know for certain, and I don't think we'll ever get an answer because I don't think anyone cares enough. Um, maybe they addressed it in the Osmosis Jones TV show. Okay, I did watch that, but I don't remember a lot about it. I don't either. I don't even know if Chris Rock was in it, and I don't care enough to look it up. I mean, I did watch it, and I think I liked it, so. I did watch it. This, I mean, this is a question. I don't need us to look it up, but just to hypothesize. This movie definitely got made because of Magic School Bus, right? No. I mean, they, like, explore the body in Magic School Bus, and that was really popular in the 90s. I feel, I feel like an executive at Warner had to at least have had that in the back of their mind. Because I don't know how you come up with this idea. I mean, it was written by Mark Hyman. Who is that? He wrote, he had writing credits for Meet the Fockers, The Perfect Score, Osmosis Jones, and Show Dogs. Movies that have absolutely he nothing. He served as a script doctor 
for more than 40 produced films. Oh, good for him. Happy for him. Thank you for bringing this into my life. Yeah, I would say that the world is a slightly more positive place with this existing. <laughs> slightly. Um, there's one last scene I want to talk about because you can't talk about Osmosis Jones without talking about this scene. Uh, the zit popping scene has to be a top no. ten. Has to be a top ten grossest scene in movie history, well, right? Pew. I mean, there's so many. There's honestly like probably three different grossest scenes I've ever seen in this movie. Like the puking, the zit, and the monkey thing. Like having to watch him put mayo on an egg is that was I said we were watching. I said that man belongs in jail for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's deconstructing egg salad. Or deviled egg. Like, I don't even know. That was, ugh, disgusting. But I think the pimple's the grossest out of all of them. I will never forget that in my life. Also, do pimples pop like that? Okay, that was the question I asked. His pimple popped on its own. Yeah, because like, there was the zit. The zit party. Oh, wait, but honestly, that's a pretty true thing. Is because, like, the more, like, the more you don't clean your face, or the more you touch it or whatever, like, the more bacteria is going to get in there. Yeah. And so, like... I think the thing is, like, they're just showing kind of how a zit works because, like, and you're yeah. supposed to leave them alone because they'll, like, well, pop on their Well, you're supposed own. to leave them alone. No, they won't pop on their You're supposed to leave them alone because we have a lot of bacteria under our fingernails. So when you pop it, you can put more in yeah. to the new hole. That At least that's But what, if you clean your face, then it should go away on its own, like, but it won't pop usually, It won't pop. It'll you, just... Like, accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So... It won't projectile shoot out like a bullet on someone's mm, face. Mm, done. <laughs> oh. Okay. This movie's so gross. I don't It just that. sucks because if you if you took out all the live part, like it's a really fun like the animated parts are so fun. Yeah. And like legitimately good. Like I had a lot of fun watching it. Release the cut of this that has no live action. Cause Bill Murray adds nothing to this movie. Uh, Bill Murray, honestly, like makes the movie worse in my opinion yes. like it, i think a lot worse i mean i'm not a fan of any of the live action characters i mean i think molly shannon did what she could <laughs> i think his daughter's fine she's whatever though she does something that really raised my eyebrow i wrote this down she knows his doctor's phone number by heart which either means she has some weird ability or she calls the doctor all the time I think she calls a doctor for her father all the time. Yeah, I lean on that too. I mean, they also like, I think they live in like a small town. Like They live in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. It's kind of small. It's the biggest city in Rhode Island, which is not <laughs> saying that much. But um, yeah, I, that's about all I have for this movie. Oh my God. What? You thought we were going to do, like, a full-ass episode about this. You thought you were going to have so much to talk about. No, because it's just, it's hard to have that much to talk about besides the fact that, like, the live action's really weird and disheartening. Like, the fact that he's going to... But I, I think this kind of, like, what, like, we literally have talked about, have had, like, five-minute conversations during podcasts that we've, we cut out. Yes. For no reason whatsoever, but just talking about Osmosis Jones. I don't know how he comes up. He just comes up. Um... And we talk about it, and I think maybe watching it kind of killed our spirits on, like, what we thought this movie was in our heads. <laughs> Not that I thought it was good, but I just thought I was going to have more fun. <laughs> I had a ton of fun watching it. Like yeah, as much fun as other things I've watched this week. Which we're <laughs> going to get to. There's a little bonus at the end. Um, a bonus. Yeah. Well, almost two bonuses. 
Well, we can lump them together. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I I think that our enthusiasm might have been killed a little bit watching this. Just because, you know what, I'll say this, like, this movie as a whole, even though I don't think the animation that much, I think this movie aged really poorly. Like, you can tell this is a 2001 movie, and there are other things that came out in that time frame. Like, we just rewatched Shrek, and, like, Shrek doesn't feel dated like that. This feels very dated. Shrek will never be dated. No. Shrek, I will also- Shrek will be buried with all my- <laughs> with my most precious belongings. Okay, well, do we want to get around to rating this movie? Finally. Finally, we haven't even been talking about it that long. True, we haven't been talking that long. It feels very long. (laughs) Sure. Okay, Uh, I guess I'll go first. I'll say that this is a 67. Jesus, John. Low or high? That's so high. What's yours? I'm going to give it a solid 48. Okay. The animated parts were good. The live action parts sucked. And that's like a quarter of the movie. So you can't. And if I was going to give. And I'm not going to give the animated parts 100% either. No, I'm not. So 48. Yeah, I'm fine giving it a 67. You are so high. Remember when you said that you were like. When I give things like low, you're like, that's too low. I save that for like, it's so bad. It's good kind of thing. I mean, I think that this movie is a lot better than So Bad It's Good category, so. A lot better than So Bad It's Good? Yeah, like, I think, I I think there's a lot of good here that they just screwed up and whatever. It's fine. I've given movies better than this much higher scores, so doesn't matter. You've also no one. No one cares about our scores. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, they do, a, John. This is just a general barometer. John, they, someone out there is paying attention to everything we rate. <laughs> okay. Well, I apologize to that person if I screwed up your algorithm. But this movie's fine. It's also like it's super short. It doesn't overstate its welcome. No, I mean it's a kids movie. I think sometimes I have to remind it, myself what, oh, that I'm watching children's movies. Sometimes yes. And the thing is, children's movies can be good. They can be really good. It's okay. just that this one, like, doesn't commit. It It's like, okay, well, we it's trying in, to appeal to everybody we, yeah. and nobody at the same time. We were in that time when I felt like animation studios were just throwing anything at the wall that they could get a ch- kid's attention on. Well, this is also, this is in that window where, like, this is the same window that Disney was struggling in when they weren't making money doing anime. This is kind of like a rut of animated yeah. stuff with the exception of, like, CG, like, with Shrek, Toy Story, Bugs Life, like... Those were the only things that were really, like, classic animated movies coming out at that time. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say, is that, like, they were just... When I think of, like, the early 2000s and, like, the animated movies that came out of it, it's ridiculous. And even, like, the shows and the things like that. And you know what? I look back, and obviously I'm nostalgic, but I feel like they were just waiting for something that they could, like... They're like, okay, is this going to get their attention? And it's just a, mm-hmm. such a different climate now. I feel like animated movies are so much higher, like, regarded... They just have this much better storytelling, and I think that they actually want... I mean, we have... The awards are so much better for animated film, and I think they're looking for this quality. It's not just to make a kid laugh. It's also just to tell a really good story, whether it be animated or live action. Yeah, and I I agree with your earlier point that this was just kind of the age. Not, like, experimenting... Is that the right word? Or not really. This is just more cash grabby. Like, this feels like a cash grab. Well, yeah. And they, I mean, and also every single 
I mean, I don't know if this is happening now because I don't watch children's TV, but back then it was like every single thing that they could make into a TV show after it came out, they would. Like, yeah. remember the Timon? They had a Timon and Pumbaa show where they weren't even in Africa. They were. Yeah, they were just living in, like in a an- city. <sighs> and so the fact that this movie made just a little bit of money on VHS, they're like, yep, well, we're going to have an Osmosis and Drix show. Yeah, it's. It's so weird, and I guess I've never even consciously thought about that till now, how many early 2000s movies were TV shows, like, and how many were even successful? Not that many, right? Like, Lilo and Stitch was successful to a degree. Like, I, I don't even know. It's it's weird. It's very interesting to see how these trends have changed. Um, But yeah, that's Osmosis Jones, definitely a relic of its time. <laughs> um. And I guess overall disappointing in the grand scheme of things. Not yeah. exactly what we remembered it we as. We had high expectations. I think we, we got ourselves uh, too excited. Uh, I don't know if we ever had high expectations. We had higher expectations than what this gave us. So yeah, but that, that means how mean, bad it is. That doesn't mean high expectations. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that we've been watching and what I teased earlier, a little bonus content. Um, we've been slowly... Uh, I've never seen all the Fast and Furious movies. No, let's not even say all. John had never seen any of them yes. until I made him watch The Fast and the Furious, and yep. he reluctantly watched it and had enjoyed his time yes. watching Vin and the Familia. And then he wouldn't, then I'm like, okay, let's watch Too Fast, Too Furious. And every time I'd bring it up, he'd be like, no, I don't want to watch it. And then we just watched it on Monday. Yes. And he and it was not as good. I'll admit it. It's a big step back from the first one. Yes, but it's because okay, Vin it's because Vin Diesel's not in when it. When Vin Diesel's not in it, I mean, like the thing is, Brian O'Connor is great, but and, Vin- and Ludacris is great, and Tyrese is great. Yes, but you're missing the head of the family, and I want to know. I couldn't find it anywhere online. Why was he not in that movie? And they couldn't get him, John. It, he was busy. How do you? How do you put a franchise around a guy and not get him? <laughs> but there wasn't a franchise at the time. They were like, they weren't planning on making a three movie thing. Basically, Fast and Furious did well and they were like, shit, let's make another one. And that <laughs> one did mildly well. It's so like, shit, let's do one about Tokyo Drift. That one did not do well. So we done. And then they ended up seeing the cult following that it had. And they were like, okay, yep, let's reboot this shit. And when, the, when Fast and Furious also known as Fast 4. Yeah. Um when that one came out and made a lot of money and it was more focused on heist, they were like, "Take us to the fucking moon." Yeah. They're like, "Let's just ride this train while well, we can." Take us to the moon, which they're for sure going to in one of the last two movies. Do you think I said that for no reason? But we watched so we watched that one and then we skipped Tokyo Drift cuz everyone admits that that movie stinks. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, Han's in it, but like you don't need the really much of the context of Han. All you gotta know is somehow Vin knows him from Tokyo. Although I don't remember Vin having any kind of connection to Tokyo Drift. So okay. Oh no, no. but Han comes in. Han comes into Fast to Four. Fast Four. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So we John, then John wanted to skip. We like made little. We bitch. being me made the executive decision to skip Fast Four because it kind of sounded boring. I'm sure it's good. I'll go back and watch it. But I really wanted to watch Fast Five because that's the one that everyone is like, this is where the franchise changed and it became the ridiculous thing that it's it is. The I love, I could watch Fast Five any day, 
I love that movie. So I want to give everyone my first impression. I'd never seen it before. We watched it last night. Um, it's awesome. The first 20 minutes hook you. Um, when they're heisting on a moving train, I mean, it's incredible. It is the dumbest blockbuster the, I've ever seen in my life. And the it's awesome. of like, just the way their bodies just fling around and you're like, you're dead. You're so dead. I mean, The Rock and Vin fighting, I'm like, what? It's, it's like two mountains slamming against each other and like they're so evenly matched even though in real life the rock would kill vin diesel vin diesel's huge and the rock would snap his neck in half which he does do to someone in this movie it is the most brutal rock action oh sequence God. i've ever seen the rock has no remorse no he's like i'm here to kill like the rock kills like 20 people in the span of like three minutes you're like oh my know. god what, what like damage and how much how many people they murdered in rio I, they had to have murdered 300 people. I mean... No, that, more than that. With the safe. With the, the safe. Tra- the safe. They, they killed thousands. I refuse to believe <laughs> they didn't kill thousands. The safe went through buildings. It... Also, those cars would not whip that safe no, around that fast. That car would be snapped in half. There is no way that they could have held taken that safe. And the fact, like... So... Okay, sorry to cut you off. When Brian O'Connor is driving his car reverse into the safe, his bumper, just from the weight of pushing against it, would have collapsed his entire car. Like, I, there's, and I have, these are, none of these are complaints about the movie. No. It's just, like, Brian and um, Dom drive off of a cliff and fall thousands of feet, thousands of feet into a river, and they're fine. They're they fine. don't die. They don't die. They don't have a scratch on them. Yep. Vin, Vin Diesel literally is handcuffed above his head. He rips... Rips him apart. He rips... It's not even handcuffed. It's chains. He rips chains. Also, it's amazing because, like, coming from the first movie to now, the amount of skills that these people have... Like, what's her name? Is it Maria? What is her name? Uh, his sister? sister? Yeah. Mia. Mia. Mia can now speak <laughs> Portuguese, Spanish, and who what other languages she knows. And she can oh. she can like she can hack um a microchip and then like also they hack, hack into the government surveillance the, system. Yeah, she's like, we've all been red card like red flagged, and I'm like, what? Like how do you know this? How how did you get, do this? Also, she she jumps into a building pregnant and then tells them she's pregnant and they're all like no she tells them she's pregnant as they walk out of the sewers yes they are they are covered in sewer water and she's like by the way i'm I'm pregnant pregnant." and then they're all like so happy and i'm like no one's concerned that she's been flinging her body around (laughs) i'm sorry but like your baby is in danger you need to go to a hospital it's un- and every every time they tell people, everyone's like, "It's so normal." I'm like, "You are fugitives. You are fugitives, fugitives." And you're like, "Baby, love the it's, baby." I mean, so this isn't an original thought. I listened to the "How Did This Get Made" on Fast Five today. Excellent episode. Um, and they say it's wild for this whole movie. They're broke, and yet they keep acquiring things that cost a ton of money, like a full replica safe. And all these... Well, we like, don't know who's broke. Like, there's people that are not sorry, as broke. Sorry, the, in the core three yes. are on the, the run friends. and broke. But yeah, but they're like, they just, they get a call. They explain and everyone... everything away. They're like, I had a life before I knew you. That's just, they explain everything That's away. How, yeah. Like, 
I mean... And we don't need it. We don't need the backstory. We no, just you literally need the heist. don't. It makes sense because this is the most ridiculous movie universe. Like, this is more ridiculous than Marvel. Like, actual superheroes yeah. and aliens and, like, superpowers. This is more ridiculous because these are people. These are just human beings that are seemingly invincible. The Rock at one point rips a bulletproof vest off himself with one hand. Those things aren't supposed to rip the way that he ripped it off of himself. That Kevlar vest. So, like, but, like, why? Like, you... Oh, my God. I have so many why questions with The Rock, like, when they show up at the street race, just because all those people point guns at them, like, he's not gonna do- him and his task force aren't gonna do anything. And then he's like, yeah, I'll- I'll help you take him down. And he's like, I'll give you 24 hours, but we'll meet again. <laughs> it's Toretto. so- And like, sir, <laughs> um, I think that The Rock was one of, like, the best additions they ever could have made to this franchise, and- it's kind of sad, though, because I don't know if he's going to be in any of the mainline ones going forward, because him and Tyrese hate each other. Yeah. And, and Tyrese is more important to the family than The Rock. He is. Because The Rock isn't really part of the family. He's not part of the family. He's an offshoot. Yeah. The family, the fact that he's still allowed to be in, like, the, whatever he is in, the CIA or FBI. Um, I just Oh, wanna... no, it's the, it's above the, F, it's the something SS. Got it. Can I just, like, end this conversation if, like, we're, I don't want to get too into it because this is not episode about fast five yeah but i just want to end by saying like i could listen to vin diesel say familia (laughs) family and father over (laughs) oh my god the father one (laughs) wait 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 wait, i got i remember (laughs) so funny i remember everything about my father (laughs) anna turned to me yesterday she's like why did they leave that in the movie I remember everything about my father. Can you play? Can you like insert it in here? No, I'm not going to do that today. It's too much work. My father. Um, well, okay. He sounds like a snake. This is, this is the last random thought. Um, I can also listen. I can listen to Vin Diesel just talk. Um, Vin Diesel has a very interesting voice because it's somewhere between mumbling and coherent. Well, he's like, he's like, He's like, every day he was in the shop, and every night he was help- he at the kitchen table helping Mia with her homework. I'm like, how fucking old and were you? And he'd he'd read the next chapter once she went to bed, bed. so so it was ready for the next day. And I'm like, oh my god. And, like, Dom, how much older are you than Mia? The way you're talking Dude, is like, you were like, fi- you were okay, like 25. He, Vin Diesel has to be 15 years older than that actress. No, that doesn't work out, because this is from, like, 2004. But, like, Vin Diesel looks a lot older than that actress. I don't know. I, I mean, don't like, know. 10 years, but, like, when she's 7, he's 17. He's acting like he's, like, watching his grandpa teach oh to his daughter. God. Like. um, Okay, this is the thing, I my last thing I wanted to end on, because I couldn't, after how funny it was yesterday, we could not go without talking about it. In the movie, I turned to Anna, and I'm like, what ethnicity is Dom Toretto? And we found, so it's not defined on Google. No one knows they're just, he's just Dom Toretto. Like, that's all he is. Well, I mean, okay, Toretto, like, a lot, he's he's Italian. Also, but, Vin Diesel is Italian. But we found the funniest Google answer I've ever seen. <laughs> and someone said, Dom Toretto is Italian, comma, among other <laughs> things. And I'm like, what do you mean among other things? <laughs> like, no, he, okay, it's, it's so Do- his name is Dominic. His Dominic. sister's name is Mia, and their last name is Toretto. And their brother's Italian. name is their brother's name is Jacob. That's not their brother. John Cena? He yes. Oh, he's their real. Yeah, brother. he's he's Jacob Toretto. Oh shit. No shit. <laughs> but 
Which brings up a gripe I have with the upcoming Fast movie, which we will be reviewing for this podcast, comes out in one month. Um, and we will be there on opening night. I have yeah. to catch up before then, which I will. I'll probably catch up in, like, the next week. Um, for someone who emphasizes family this much, you're going to go your whole life or your whole adult life and you cast out your brother? He, because he probably betrayed him. You don't betray Dom Toretto, John. You don't betray the no, family. No, but you can because the dude at the beginning of this movie set them up and but he was still he welcomed stepped back. up. He stepped up. He didn't know, John. He didn't really know. No, but then he tried to steal the microchip for the yes, Brazilians. Yes, he thought it was going to help. Did oh. you not get that whole storyline? No, that dude was just shady. Sorry. You're just not a good family member. <laughs> but anyway... On um, that note, on that family. Note, Fast Five, my first time through it, it is absurd. It is good. I wish it was on a streaming service. I don't know why these aren't on streaming services. Only the first two are. Because they make money off of suckers like me that will pay money for that all That will pay $3 to watch it, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's been our episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed watching Osmosis Jones or Fast Five. I feel like most normal people would choose Fast Five. <laughs> um, but we will talk to you guys all in two weeks. We have no clue what we're going to be watching, but we will talk to you then. See you next time. See ya. Bye. What does this guy do? Roll his food around on the ground before he eats it? We need to send a letter to the mayor about washing our hands before we eat. I keep going to listen to what? Hey, sells vote, man. Sells vote. Turn up the heat in here. <laughs>